0: Tonight is Alpha. She is 18, and she's been on poetry for quite a few years now. And growing up, she has a beautiful story. I want, you know, I personally want to hear it. But thank you for joining us, Alpha.
1: No problem. Pleasure to be here.
0: So why don't we, um, we'll just start it off just, just like that. Tell us, tell me about, um, basically how you started poetry and and how you or why you continue to do it.
1: Well, I actually started in my seventh grade English class. My teacher had us write a poetry, like put together a poetry book as an assignment, and I guess he was very impressed with mine. And so he introduced me to our high school poetry team, and then they just kind of immersed me in all of it. They took me downtown to slams and things, and I ended up doing, like, very well. Like, I remember my very first slam, I came in second place, which was awesome. And so then I just kind of stuck with it after that.
0: Nice. And I, uh, I saw so you were you were traveling. So are you still traveling for poetry?
1: I am. I think the most I've traveled is I know that um, I joined the Charlotte team, and they took us to Brave New Voices, which is like this international competition. They have it at a different state every year, and the last time it was in Houston.
0: So... Okay. Is there, a, is there a specific style of poetry that you prefer? Because I'm still, I guess, you know, I'm into poetry. It was more for myself, but I'm kind of leaning on it on the show because I want to have other people express that their poems that maybe they haven't uh, read out loud to anyone. But is there a style that you prefer for yourself?
1: Well, as far as the style, I know I'm definitely a spoken word artist. And, or if you mean more like theme, I know the majority of my poems are like black lives matter oriented related.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. I like that. You, uh... Well, I, I just, I'm glad that you're on the show. I want to hear some poems eventually, but I I don't know exactly more questions to ask right now. I'm, I'm eager to, to hear some, some poetry from you, but I still want to get some background on the, on your poetry. All right. So how about this? Um, is it more, um, Black Lives Matter, or is it more relationships? Is it mixed in a variety?
1: I definitely try to hit a little bit of everything, so I think I have poems in a lot of different categories. It's definitely mainly Black Lives Matter. I think that would be the majority of my poetry, but I typically Mm -hmm. just write based off of emotion, so whatever has me, I guess for lack of a better word, triggered at the moment is
0: what I'll write about. Okay, okay. Well, whichever one you want to start with, um, whenever you're ready, I'll, I'll just listen to your poems. Um, Alrighty, so
1: I can go ahead and do um, one of my newer pieces. It's actually called Rock, Paper, Scissors. There's a clip of it on my Instagram. I'll
0: do that one.
1: When me and my brother would fight, Rock, paper, scissors is always how we would decide who is right. Best two out of three, six out of ten. But eventually another argument began. See, I was like, why does paper beat rock? Rock is hard, strong, resilient. and might be a little dirty, but just because paper is white, that doesn't make it right. He says, that's cute. You thought it could only be white, this paper be Benjamin Blue? No, paper couldn't fuck up rock. The paper paid Rock to shut the fuck up, told Rock it was too loud, paid Rock to sit the fuck down, bought the dirt, bought the rain, made the mud, and buried Rock in it, paid Rock to be a rock Paper could stand on, but not only blue. He says, I guess you were right. Sometimes this paper be arrest warrant white. Call Rock criminal. Call Rock crook. Cut Rock open in front of Rock's family. Harvest fossils as evidence. Later sell it as art. Urban chic now controls how little rock pebbles think. Rock may have attained more minerals, may have a stronger base, but paper had a lot more space to out rock, plan, organize, genocide, legalize our great divide, divide and conquer, divide and conquer, pin rock against scissor. So when scissor gets fed up, when scissor is ready to cut up, tells paper it got her fucked up, rock destroys scissor, and paper silences rock. Paper comforts rock, hugs rock, says, don't start a revolution. Counteracts rock's feeling of deceit, hurries to force feet. Rock romanticized transitory utopia of deceit, gives rock a cartoon, a water fountain. A president causes heaven sent, says, see, I don't want to hurt you, just hide you. I don't want you to do bad, just don't do better. I don't want your knees in the dirt, but you can't complain. I hold no culture. I'm not that heavy anyways. He says that's cute. You imagine one good old-fashioned sheet, this paper be textbook new. Convivially teaches rock of one-sided ancestry, says rock be violent, throwing stone, bring death to the guilty. Says rock be hatred through cop car window riot, rock brings sparks flying, turn the page and says paper be holy. Paper be finance and education, paper be constitution, paper be eco-friendly, make everything better. Paper be love letter, says paper be treaty, tells rock you need me. Reels in rock renegades, railroad rock revolutionists, nationally announces don't hate the player, hate the game. Now pledge allegiance to this cycle. Rock, paper, scissors shoot. Rock, paper, scissors shoot. Rock, paper, scissors shoot. Rock, paper, Jesse Noose. Rock, paper, Trayvon U. Rock, paper, please don't. And that is Rock, paper, scissors shoot.
0: Wow. Felt the anger and a a lot of. um imagery and and a lot going on so tell me more about that what what inspired you to write that what what happened and what's going on
1: honestly believe it or not with that poem I was actually just sitting on the couch with my older brother my little sister my mom and we're watching a movie and I I don't know why but I was just like oh my gosh guys I have this great idea I'm gonna make a poem about rock paper scissors and I'm gonna compare it to like the things that are going on in the African American community because I just felt like I don't know I was just thinking about it and I was like how the fuck does paper beat rock I don't get it and then the poem just kind of wrote itself from there.
0: Nice I like I like that you um you went from one spot to another and and wrote this whole poem out. And it's quite interesting. It's it's a creative mind too, as well. I kind of I like I respect that. It's a lot to express in a moment. Thank you. I believe we have a caller. I think it's someone we know, but well, let's see what's going on. <laughs> Hello. You already, <laughs> 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 you, you already know who it is. You already know who it is. What? It's always that, a good was... time when you're on the show. Thank you for calling back, yeah. yes.
2: No problem, no problem. That was a nice poem, Alpha. I appreciate that. Um, like he said, I can feel the energy of how, you know, you just went through that. It got heavy real quick. I was like, dang. But I like <laughs> it, you know. And um I was gonna ask a question, but you kinda already answered it because there's been a time where I wrote little poems and stuff like that. This is like years ago, but I it, it it only comes out when I'm under extreme pressure, like if I'm really emotional about something. Like, I can't make up a poem just right now, but if I'm under stress, then it will come out because I just need to express, you know, myself like that. And that's kind of how I started my YouTube channel, too, because I need to express myself. But um, that's pretty fly. I
0: like what you did there. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Earl, do you do you have any poems you want to share? Do you, do you write any poems The poetry? No. Um, if
2: I have a poem, i got to, like, go on Facebook and search for it. Because like mm-hmm. I said, I wrote a poem in, like years. So if you give me some time I can go find it. But um just give yeah, me some
0: absolutely.
2: time. Let yeah. okay. sure. me I gotta go I gotta dig through all this.
0: So also do you have anything from your well how do I say this? Your through your poetry, is there a top poem that even though time has gone by is still one of your favorites? Um,
1: like an older poem. I think I always like my newest material. I know I have an older poem that my mother still says is her favorite for some odd reason. I wrote it in, like, the eighth grade, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I think I always like my new material just because I think it's pretty cool to see how much I've grown as an artist.
0: Well, absolutely. I, that's why I figured I'd ask. Um Whichever... <laughs> you want to share next. I'm, I'm actually enjoying listening to your poems. And if there's anyone that's listening now for this episode, I'm encouraging you to call in, uh, press one and feel free to share your poems and talk about them. So whenever you're ready, Alsa, listen to the next one.
1: Um, the next poem I can do. Hmm. All right, the next one I'm going to do is called Dear Mr. I Still Don't Know Your Name. This one is a pretty intense one. I just wrote it a little while ago, but I'm starting to read it just because I think it's not a poem that it should be, like, censored or scared to say or whatever, you know. It's something that should start being talked about a little bit more and get out there. As often as possible. So it's a little bit shorter as well. But again, this one is called Dear Mr. I Still Don't Know Your Name.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: Dear Dear Mr. I Still Don't Know Your Name. This letter will be the first of many, but I can't keep living life ashamed. In short, There are a few things I needed to say. One, you're welcome. Two, fuck you. Three, I hate you. Four, you hurt me. Five, I saw you. You're welcome. You know, I had to stop my brothers from killing you and not because I'm a friend of you. I just know they go out shooting anybody who resembles you. Fuck you. You, Christopher Columbus, claimed a part of my body like I wasn't here already. Ignored me when I said no. You plagued my soul. I hate you now more than ever. I hate you like I hated myself for not fighting you, for not screaming, for not saying no enough, for not just unlocking the door for you hurt me. The very first text I sent was Lexi, I think, I just got raped. That was a part of your poison. You made me question my authority over my body was my no, not enough. I had to call the first boy I ever loved just to confirm this was not my fault, that he would never, that you were wrong, that nothing I did, nothing I was wearing made this my fault. I had to ask him why it still felt like my fault I fought to feel. My mother says, go to the police or by God, leave it up to me. I had to decide if I valued your life. I know hurt people, hurt people, but this isn't right. I was left paralyzed, stuck on a loop thinking of you. I saw you. I found your Instagram the day Mikey died. Hashtag ball in peace. Still don't know your name, but your girlfriend kind of looks like me. And that is your Mr. I still don't know your name.
0: Wow. Whoa. That was a wild one. I kind of, I like that more. I like that one more. It kind of caught me off guard at the end. That was cool. Edgy. That was really edgy. That kind of, I really like that one a lot, actually. Wow. I don't even know what to say. That was really cool. So. Well, even though I just heard it, so if there's anyone listening, how would you express or tell this story for this poem? Where did that come from or inspire you?
1: Um, Well, obviously that poem is about a very unfortunate incident. Um, The reason that kind of came out was because I I hadn't really dealt with the situation, and I didn't really want to. I kind of just figured, you know, push it off, don't think about it, keep it pushing. And I didn't realize the way not talking about it or dealing with it was affecting me negatively and what it was doing to me like as a person until I got a text message from somebody that totally triggered me about the whole incident. And I broke down and I started crying. And I was like, okay, even if I can't deal with this completely, like I need to release a little bit of this somehow. And so I started off with writing this person a letter and then naturally just like the poetic side of me kind of took over and it got presentable i guess and it ended up becoming a poem.
0: Nice. Nice. So, a lot of your it sounds like to me a lot of your your life moments kind of just inspire you to write it as a poem. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Do you ever do you ever just go anywhere and you're like, "Oh, hold on, I got to write this down."
1: Oh, my goodness, yes. It is the most inconvenient thing ever about being a poet. Oh, I've done it at work before, at parties, <clears throat> out to eat. I, I will write on napkins, name tags, anything. Does, does anyone
0: ever get worried when you're writing stuff down? Like, oh, no, don't write a poem about me, please. <laughs> I, I have
1: gotten that before. I have
0: gotten that before. <laughs> you never know. Even this uh, but. From what it sounds like, and it's great. I think it's an awesome way to be artistic and express yourself in any moment, given time of a spot of inspiration. I mean, like this this moment right now can be a poem out of nowhere, and I think that's great. Um, so what do you have? Um, any old poems that you've written that you want to read or share to see the difference in your your time frame of experience?
1: I can definitely pull up. One, I am actually I'll pull up the one I was telling you about that my mother still one of her favorites, even though I wrote it when I was like 15. Mm-hmm. But I can grab that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, if mm-hmm. anyone's listening for for a poetry episode, feel free to call in, share a poem or an open letter you have, and that's what we're doing. We're uh, encouraging it on a spiritual level that. You don't necessarily have to be an intuitive psychic reader. I like to touch on many different topics. I think um, poetry is definitely a spiritual way of letting emotions speak in words. And and my goal for this poetry episodes are to um, basically speak the words that you wrote down instead of just leaving them on paper, and encouraging you. And it just so happens that one of uh, one of my good friends now, Earl, that was on the episode that called in um, as well. Knows alpha, and she was interested in being on the poetry episode, so things happen, things happen
1: absolutely
2: that is awesome um, can y'all hear me? Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. So I found my little poem I did back in twenty thirteen. I had to like okay. sca through Facebook to find this. <laughs> But, okay, I'm about to start. Whenever,
0: whenever you're right. ready. I'm oh, about to let it, it, it go. All right.
2: No one pays attention, but all eyes are on me. No one wants to listen to a black man's speech. They see my words and think, yes, but out their mouth is another breath. I know that they feel it. They know it's alive. But do they have the info to see it through their eyes? Of course they do. Who doesn't? Walking sore sort of the lies, but are you ready for the change from your everyday life? But it's not mine to consider. You make your bed and your dinner. I can give my perspective on what blanket to sleep in or or to switch to some veggies instead of that chicken. But even still, I don't want you to believe me. I want you to think and look at what I've seen. I hope to hear friends later and come tell me, yep, I feel what you're saying. You can't make this stuff up. I don't know anything or claim that I do. I just know that things purposely withheld from you. And that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah at, at that when I
2: when I made that I was really, you know, still researching a lot of things. So you know, when you, when you even with spirituality, not even spirituality, but just like, you know, truth seeking. You start finding out all this information and you want to tell people, but they look at you with that, you know, blank stare like uh-huh, you know, so yeah. I made that because I was so frustrated from telling people about all the stuff I've been seeing, but they just you know, they just couldn't catch it. So I just made that out of that kind of frustration.
1: I definitely feel that.
0: That was good, man. That was good. Thank you for sharing your poem, even though it was uh, from 2013, you said? Yeah, 2013, yeah. (laughs) Hey, it's in the records.
2: It's in the records. And I found this other one I got to. It's probably a lot shorter than the last one, but I'll go ahead and let this one go, too. I am darkness, I am darkness, I am light, I'm the one who brings you sight, I am first and I am last, I'm the future and the past, I am loved wrapped with pain from the path which where I came, I am most looked at and most hated, do what evil men created, physical bruises, mental scars, make us forget who we are, memories of our greatness, I asked him how do we attain this, and God said you want to change this, tell him come back to blackness. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's that one
1: <laughs> I like that one
0: though
2: see this one is more dealing with you know spirituality and dealing with you know meditation because you know when you talk about finding knowledge, you can only well there's a there's a saying saying that um you can only get light from darkness, all right, so whether it be you dealing from a trauma from your childhood or you trying to figure out you know your strengths or weaknesses, we have to go into the unknown to make these things known. So that was really the big thing with this poll. Like okay. That. that
1: sounds good, man. I, I like that. And I like the level of, like, confidence in the words, like, not to ask or feel insecure, but, like, you confidently, like, declared what you are, like, I am this, I am that. I really like that. Mm.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And those are probably the only two out there I've done. When I did poetry and like, in school, I thought it was corny, so I didn't really put no energy into it. So, you know, that was that. <laughs> but I find out now yeah. that it's really not It's not that at all. It's really, you know, an expression. You know, people have different ways of how they have to, you know, express themselves, and spoken word, poem, um, being a musician, you know, talking mess on, you know, on the radio show or on <laughs> YouTube. People just need to express themselves in some kind of way. So however you
0: do it to let that stuff out, let
2: it out. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's um, that's the uh, that's what I was saying before. Spiritually, it doesn't have to be about being intuitive or you know numerology. Spiritually, just letting it out is a uh, is another way of expression.
2: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, if Alpha, you got some more poems, to share. Go ahead. I'll go ahead and mute myself.
0: No, you don't have to mute yourself.
2: No, because I'm doing something, so I want to like. To, to be in the background <laughs>
0: she's doing her thing. Okay. Whenever you're ready, Alpha, for your next one.
1: Okay. Um, you asked about the older poetry, so I will read you. This poem is called Double S, and like I said, this one is older. This one is actually from 2015, so 15-year-old Alpha. Okay. I'm sorry, Double S. But we have to break up. It's not me. It's you. You're messing everything up. You're too tall. You hang over me and my friends. You got girls crying in bathrooms and guys playing pretend, overinflated egos, no one willing to be the hero. No, don't talk. Don't speak. Remember that little girl last week that was suicidal? Yeah, you called her a freak. You, in reality, really need to meet because in five to ten years, you'll be tasting defeat. You'll lose all purpose. Does it make you happy to see people broken and beat? You didn't have to. Nobody asked you to come and judge me. Your fingers are too long and straight, always pointing out another person to hate. And dinner with you is a disaster. You can never make up your mind. I swear you change that thing all of the time. First you want celery, then you want steak, then they make it just perfect, and you claim you already ate. At the dinner, it's worse. Do you want cupcake or cake? And don't start crying to me that I'm the current definition of pretty because I know that changes over time and I know without it I'll be just fine and would you stop staring at me with those tiny tiny jet black eyes that's probably the reason you can only see basic bitches, gossip and lies you can only see skin deep you have no soul and this let's play Barbie is getting kind of old you got kids nine ten years old willing to sell their soul just to get a Kim Kardashian booty and a plastic nose and your teeth are too sharp Sharp with jagged edge, you can't kiss me. You bite through, chew up and destroy inner beauty and self-confidence. You're the reason everyone is so goddamn self-conscious. You may not be the absolute lowest of the low, but you are definitely penultimate. I'm so sick and tired of all of it. You want me to give you adulation just because you got people hating, but sorry for your adversity. I'm more mature than my generation. I look at you social statuses and I think you're quite pathetic. I don't know how I let your strong arms get me wrapped up in it, but I will no longer show submission. I will show restraint because your bright skin that used to have a meaningful glow has now become faint, and your purpose no longer shows. And that is double S.
0: Nice, nice man. Did you get mad for that one? He must. You must. Yeah, you must have been wrong or something. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you break up with him with his poem? Because I really hope you did.
1: Oh, that is not even. <laughs> I have my fair share of breakup poems, but that one is strictly about social statuses. No real boy involved.
0: Oh, interesting. See, I need explanations sometimes. <laughs> very, very interesting. It's cool. I like this, this poetry thing. It's a different topic for me, and it's a different way of understanding uh, someone on a different level. It's, And that's what I was writing about, kind of wanted your opinion on, on – how you feel about it because well actually I want to ask you that is poetry just not only a way for you to express something in a moment or define something in a unique way or how do you what do you enjoy mostly about your poetry
1: well it's a lot to me i feel like initially when i first write it it's just a relief because i i'm not I'm not too good at articulating certain things. So like with the Black Lives Matter poems, it's like it's hard for me to have a conversation with someone and have them fully understand what I'm trying to say about that or where I stand with that or what I mean. So I'll get frustrated and it'll build up inside of me. And then it's like when I write out in the poem, I kill two birds with one stone because I release all of like this negative, built up tension inside of me. And then on top of that, people understand the metaphors more than me stumbling over myself trying to gather the right word
0: okay that's that's cool that's very cool so do you have any new inspirations that you're working on or is it all in a moment where you have to you have to finish it when you're ready
1: well I definitely try to always write so I have pieces here and there that I try to put together whenever a quote comes to mind or if I just get a task that I challenge myself to write a poem. However, my best pieces that I tend to perform are usually the ones that are written within a moment and then edit it later.
0: Okay. Well, that's what happens. That's what I do sometimes. Just like, well, you know, I want to reword it here and there. But um, yeah. um Earl, do you have any more? to go he's probably working on something well i guess i'll read the one that i read last time did you did you get a chance to listen to the other episode i was not here for that one no it's all right i had one poem i'll read that and it's not going to be as intense as yours and how detailed and cool it is but i'll read (laughs) it it's kind of corny just give me one second if you are listening uh once again for the poetry episode Feel free to call in. We still have uh, about 30 minutes live on air. And don't be shy. We got some poems going on to address uh, what we had written down. And I'm just finishing up something I was working on earlier, but I'll read the other one as well. I wrote a couple, I guess. All right. So here's this is the one I wrote about anxiety. I guess mine are more a little bit emotional. (laughs) Anxiety for me is that abandoned business. You pass each day on your route to work, wondering why it's still abandoned. It's in a great spot for business. Why is it still empty? Anxiety is that restaurant that puts so much energy, time, dedication, hope, and faith on dreaming of. Anxiety is that restaurant that works so hard fighting to open, to reach that imagination it wanted to reach but failed that restaurant with many people coming together to make something wonderful for the world. Anxiety is the failure of that dream, the ability to have touched it, but not reach its full potential. It may be for numerous reasons why it had to end. It may have tried to find ways to reopen once again. It still may be fighting to do so. Anxiety is that restaurant that knows what it once had, the customers that so frequently visited that restaurant that doesn't understand what it did. Anxiety is me fighting from within, trying to reopen once again, trying to return the light on that was once me. Anxiety is the place you couldn't understand, was still abandoned and can still be me. So that was my poem on anxiety. And I um I wrote it because one, I was, I'm a chef, but the restaurant that I was facing at the time was abandoned. And I was having such an anxiety-filled day, but the the dream that i was really talking about was finding love and i lost uh i lost my love very tragically that's really where most of my poems are coming from right now because it was a way for me to um just let the the i guess the sadness and pain out in a, in a different way instead of just listening to people tell you it's going to be okay
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so what do you think about my 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 poem even though it's not as um You've been doing it for years, but what do you – well, give me some give me some um, techniques. What would you do differently? How can I correct – fix it, make it better next time?
1: I'm definitely not the best with coaching or editing other poets, though I have learned from being on a team. Because <laughs> hmm. usually I'm just like the I like it or I don't, and I definitely liked it. I liked the way you presented it and what you had to say and how you said it.
0: Alright. No problem. Thank you. Where did Earl Grow?
2: Sorry about that. I'm back again.
0: Sorry, I, wanted to do I did not poetry.
2: Yeah, I did find something, you know, I'm still digging through Facebook that I found another one. No, this one right here. <laughs> I don't know if people have dealt with this. I'm pretty sure we all have. You you're trying to get over someone, you know they ain't right for you. But they still keep popping up in your head. You're like, why does this person keep coming up? I'm over this person, but he's still here. So this is just what that, this poem is about. It's, right, over right. and done with. it's over and done with, but I still think about it. Tossing shoulder to shoulder, bombarded by these images. I don't know why I feel like this. I already know what's up. But something ain't letting me keep that door shut. It's really quite annoying that I keep on bringing up this chick. It's like the download board. It's like the download bar is on 98%. Can't figure out why I'm dealing with this vibe, because I know if you were me, you couldn't comprehend this guy. I just needed to get this off my chest. Better to say it than to hold, hold back the shit. This is just me clicking the screen like we're the last 2%. It ain't here. And that is all.
0: My phone are real <laughs> quick and just boom. Boom! In and out. I like That's that.
2: A point. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so you I, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all, y'all are inspiring me to, you know, make some more poetry because I'm pretty sure I can pull something out because, you know, there's always some deep stuff that I can pull out. But I just, uh, I don't know. I just didn't really, you know, go down
0: that that route with myself. Well, for mm-hmm. me it was. Oh, um, something i just did kind of in different moments of um i guess emotional or different things that i was going through and then i thought about it recently i was like why don't we just share poetry like why why don't you well really i was looking for a place to do um like open mic night for poetry and kind of meet some people instead of just being home when i was going through a a, um, tough time and i couldn't really find a place i was like you know what i'm gonna put it on the radio There you go.
2: That's the best way to do it, to get people's voices heard, because not everyone has an mm-hmm. open mic around your town. And not everyone can, you know, get up in front of people and just, you know, speak because people have stage fright, things like that. matter of fact, Alpha, you, did you ever, like, feel nervous when you go up and, and you know, uh, recite your poems, like, in front of people, or is it something that you, it just comes out naturally?
1: Oh, I feel nervous... Every time I ever get up to do a poem, I know whenever I actually start talking and I verbalize it and I do the actual poem, I kind of space out so I don't really have time to be nervous. But whenever I'm yeah. walking up to a stage and getting ready to open my mouth, I'm always terrified. But um, I actually told some of my friends who were on the poetry team with me about your space, and, and they were wondering how they call in to read a poem or two.
0: Oh, how they could do that?
1: They called in, but they said they were not sure how to actually.
2: They got to hit the, um, the number the number one on the keypad, and it's going to put them on the queue for them to be, you know, on the call.
0: We do have oh, oh, a area code 704. That so is that? probably one so, of them there. 704, are you there? Hello. Am I here? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, what's going on? What's your name?
3: Hi, I'm I'm Dax. Pleasure Dax? to meet you. Yeah, I'm Dax. Hey, pleasure hey, to meet
0: you too. Thanks for calling in. Uh, so I heard that you got some really good poetry as well.
3: Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, uh,
0: I got I've got two poems.
3: Uh, one of them's old. Courtney knows about it. The other one's sort of new. If you guys don't mind. I can.
0: No, absolutely.
3: You know, share. Say, yeah.
0: share. That's what all the, uh, the episode's about, having new people come in and share their poetry and uh, maybe inspire someone else or different aspects and subjects. So uh, whenever you're ready, Dad, take it away.
3: All right. Dope. Cool. Thank you. Um, okay. Hi. Um, this is awkward. Uh, it's me here. People treat me like I can't knit. He seems weird. Bars. I, I'm not weird. I'm just a nerd. I mean, I was good fire bars, but how can I really be a narcissistic arsonist if my populace is in the hood and gunshots and projects aren't populating my oculus? Is it that obvious? The problem is how quickly I can go from having confidence to dropping and, and feeling the exact opposite, other than me who really gives a hoot. I just want to be as radical as what makes a square root. I want to wear a sleeveless shirts and snapbacks without being laughed at. I want to do nerdy poems and still get snaps back. But check it. If I'm going to be a nerd, I'm going to be the Tupac Shakur of nerdiness. sporting a new clocks with my sky blue socks instead of thug life tatted across the abdomen. I got hug life sprawled all the top the to side of my Spongebob lunchbox. I got, I got, I got, I got AB on a roll inside my DNA. I've got heart and soul. I'm on a roll inside my DNA. I've got Penny, B B C C CC peeking round my DNA. My rhymes are calamity. You cannot handle me. I will always keep it proud like my family. Tell me something. All of you bullies can tell me nothing, but I know that I can tell you one thing. From now on, I am never running from who I am. I am a nerd. I am Carlton Banks mixed with T.J. Henderson. I make it cool to be a smart guy. I'm out of this world like deGrasse Tyson theories. The way I delicately bond these words together is less like spitting bars, more like knitting scarves, and if you think otherwise, then you seem weird. Yeah, that's
0: cool. I like that. Thank Thank you. Was that your
2: your older one? Yeah, that's my older one. I like that one. Okay. You um, you're representing I like that one. everywhere. Thank you, thank
1: you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um.
3: Okay. Uh, this is the newer one. Um, it's inspired by a play we had to read. Uh, I go to Howard University. Um, in the theater program, This is inspired by a um a play by Lorraine Hansberry. Uh, it's called "To Be Young, Gifted, and Black." Okay. All right, take it easy. To be young gifted in black. Yeah, I think. Okay. All right. To be young gifted in black is to be a ticking time bomb with the beautiful countdown. It is effectively a martyr form movement burnt an effigy, helplessly living recklessly, wondering what's next for me. To be young gifted in black is to sometimes wonder whether it's worth it. Because in the heart of the artistry, at least partially, is the fear of becoming a carcass because my name is Demarcus instead of Mark. Scarred was never seeing the beauty in charcoal. The reason kids love snow but hate black ice. To be ungifted in black feels like a destiny, just masquerading as a clock. To have your culture shunned until it's appropriated. Never given second chances, the only shot we get being the one in our backs. As if cops have a hobby of embedding bullets in black bodies, this blackness be a blessing and a curse. Contradictory blood coursing through our veins, and yet our hearts still beat like 808 bass drums. And yet we still walk the earth as if America ain't afraid of its own shadow. And yet we turn these gifts into weapons of mass inspiration. We don't know when the clock will strike for the last time or when the countdown will reach zero. But until our lives dim, we fight despite the odds against us until the next generation of young, black, and gifted may finally grow old. And here we go.
0: Nice.
1: Amazing. As always. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. What's your name? Well, Uh, my uh, name is
0: Er Earl. My name is Er Earl.
3: Earl, Joe and Earl. Pleasure to meet you guys. Thank you, for having me do well. that. That was cool. Thanks, Alpha, for not, no. shouting me out. No Letting problem, no problem. Is about. Do you have any um, more you want to share? Um, do I
1: Yes always. What yeah, give yes,
3: us al- always don't, not, yes, always yes <laughs> always. Uh all right. I'll I'll do one more and I'm out. I do one more. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I am oppressed for being left-handed. The same side used to scribble such similarly spoiled sentences finds itself swallowed by a right-hand world. Here's a fun fact. The word sinister actually derives from the Latin word sinistra, meaning left. Here's another fun fact. If you scroll down to the, if you look up the definition of sinister and scroll down to the synonyms, you can see that two of them, in fact, are dark and black. We are forced to face this every single day. If we shake with our left, we are considered rude. If we use our hand during the Pledge of Allegiance, we are deemed unpatriotic. When you make an oath in court, you are expected to put your left hand on the Bible and your right hand up as if it's ready to strike you, to, to make you a martyr for a movement. They don't want us to succeed. The key for them is for us to stand educated. That's why any notes I write down on how to resist oppression are immediately smudged back into my palm. There are no left-handed scissors to cut me away from the society. I would issue a complaint, but it turns out they only listen to you if you have your white hand, I mean your right hand, in the air. My hand's up, don't you see my hands up. Don't shoot, please. It seems that everything left is wrong, everything black is wrong, and in right America, everything I do is wrong. But no matter what I say, Everything will stay the same. Go figure. But I mean, who am I? Just another neglected lefty.
2: And that's mm-hmm. it. That's what I got. That was good mm-hmm. man. That was really
3: good.
0: Thank
2: you. See Thank that, you. that 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 one was deep because, you know, when you when you talk about um how darkness and blackness has always had a negative tone into it and this it, it goes in yeah. the as well. Um a lot of people have to, you know, detox that um, duality from their mind, because light and darkness mm-hmm. is really is two sides of the same spectrum,
0: and yeah, because we've yeah, been yeah. Called,
2: we've been programmed to um, believe that dark is bad and evil, and light is good and this and that, and it it it's falling to this you know race problem that we have this racism in itself, and you know. When people understand that, like I just said, it's two sides of the same coin. It's two ends of the same spectrum. We stop looking at each other from, you know, which spectrum on this color line you are. You just look at you for what you are as a human being or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. an alien, whatever you are. But I like it, man. I like it. I like it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I
3: like Uh, it, too. Unfortunately, I got to go.
0: um, Oh, it's no problem. Thank you for calling in, Jeff. Appreciate it. I have
3: to do some homework. Thank you so much for listening. Hey. This is great. You guys keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Joe and Earl. Thanks, Alpha. No
0: you guys problem. are great.
3: Appreciate it, man. Yeah, have a good
0: for night. On. I Thank you. To hear, hope to hear from you next time.
3: All right. I'll see if I have anything new.
0: All right. I think it's great because um, at first, you know, I wanted to, um, to do episodes on poetry to have others just share their poems so that way it's, it's a different way of expressing it. Maybe they never read their poem. And then I come to find out there's a lot of poets out there, but I'm listening to all uh, your, your poems and your poetry, and I'm realizing, you know, it's not just emotion. It's just it's another way of explaining something, uh, another way of visualization, another way of bringing the point out. And it's really, it's really cool. It's something like you thought you knew or I thought I knew, but listening to all the poetry, I'm going, wow. It's uh it's it's something else. It's completely different in a great way.
2: I agree, I agree. Um people gotta express themselves in different ways and this is a great way how to do it. Um also if you can chime in, um, how much has you know, creating poetry and reciting poetry how has that done to your um your mental and emotional state?
1: It's definitely helped me out a lot because, as you may have gathered, a lot of my poetry fuel comes from, like, anger. So it's definitely done me a lot of good to put that on paper and then be able to release that onto an audience versus just keeping it inside.
2: All righty. I read my bad. Okay. Well, there you go. You got any more poems, Joe? I want to hear some more of your stuff if you got something.
0: Hello. Oh, sorry, I forgot I had the mic. I I turned the mic on and off so that way I don't make too much noise. <laughs> but I was saying, yeah, I was uh, I was just editing this one that I wrote the other past couple of days because I made the uh, the poetry episode. I didn't want to come on the new episode without a new poem, so <laughs> I have a couple here. I uh, just want to check this one out real quick. I'm gonna keep it as it is. Let me see what the other ones were. And you're doing you do poetry night every Monday. I'm gonna try to get. I'm just going to do it every Monday. I want to encourage others to call in. Um, The first episode, someone did call in and and shared their poem. So if you're listening and you want to do a a read-off any of your poetry and you want to even uh, promote any of your social media, uh, by all means, call in. the nine two nine four seven seven two seven six seven. 929-477-2767. Remember to press 1. Uh, Read your poem. Tell us about it. And we'd love to hear from you. And that's my goal. I want to hear from others and expressing emotions, are happy, sad, angry, because um, I was thinking about it, I was going, you know, not just the fact that I wanted to hear and read poems, but how many poems did we ever write that, you know, uh, basically didn't get verbalized? And I think it should be, the whole purpose is to be verbalized, to share it. So let's see what else I got here. I'm not sure exactly how it sounds, so I'm just going to read it as I read it. <laughs> I began to question everything. The light and the dark, time and space, passion and love, values true to the believer, through his eyes anything were to be possible, all but for love. In night's light of a weeping willow, by sunset a new feeling, optimism, flight, I began to question everything. Why must a dreamer dream and dark? Each time the sun sets, why must he breathe such thoughts of life? Why does he dream of such vivid sight? So clear but untouchable. I began to question everything about love. If there's ever is true love at first sight. That was one. And this is all, hey, uh, I like I'm it. not sure if you, if I shared that with you, Earl, but I, um around August, I, I lost um, my girlfriend to, she took her life. So it was very, very hard for me. Um And then that time, so emotionally, obviously it was going to be there as a hard time to overcome, but Uh, that was kind of why I turned to creating this blog talk radios because I wanted to help others on so many different levels uh, for, for different purposes. So these poems that I have are mostly kind of like sad and sappy about love, but I I wrote the new one. Let's see if this is like, uh, it's all right. Let's see. Letting you go. As the first few weeks passed by, so did my sanity. Eventually when you become, The one in the seat, I'm not to blame. You see, it got to the point when my mother told me I know. With my eyes holding back pain, I hated to say, you don't know a thing. And once again, I close my eyes, so I ask if this is reality. As I rewind this tape, the winding noise releases my pain. As it takes some time to rewind, I become sublime, knowing I'm visiting you one more time. Pressing play, all I have are the best scenes of you and me together smiling at our moment of sweet embrace. The best painting on the wall with vibrant, vibrant colors and a scar. So many ask for its price, but none know its meaning or story. Letting go isn't something I'm okay with. When no one but few hold a sacred space of who you truly were, especially within my space, I hold as a soul. The memories let me feel the nice warm breeze These memories, I recall your smile with the warmest place I've ever been. As if I'm standing in a volcanic eruption, the sad, dark, and twisted show of what's left before it's all done. Your eyes told me more than I even imagined beyond a heartbeat. So much so, I forgot my heart had a beat. Until now, I'm wondering how to change the rhythm. You have to let go, being a victim. I have a little bit, a little more in me, letting go I feel that I'll never have a trace of you left. How can someone be okay knowing that the love they found was washed away in seconds flat? The memories of us become as cold as soft sand, and I can't let go of the moment I last, I last could hold you. I stand by the waves as they crash, and I, as I remember you there, I remember no such flaws that you so often spoke of. I remember them just flawless. Let go. So the space I hold for you feel like shiny shiny seashells on a wall, so unique and amazing in each pattern, some broken, some shattered. But this piece of you is a part of my own pattern. So how do I ever let go of what is left of you? You live in my mind, living rent-free, and I wish it. I wish to visit you in these memories as I rewind each time. I meet you for the first time many times. Letting go, I just say goodbye and expect accepting everything will be okay with time. As I sit silently in my mind, rewinding the time for each wave to hit me from time to time. And that was the poem I wrote the past couple of days. Wow. I felt that that was deep. Um,
2: I got to just say peace and blessings to the ancestors because I felt that, you know, you really dug into your heart to pull that one out. And, um, Sorry for your loss, because you have told me that story about your, your girlfriend, but um that poem on top of it is really just, you know, it, it resonated with me. So peace and blessed ancestors. I got to light a candle smoke something for that.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate it. No problem.
1: Yeah, that one was definitely very powerful.
0: Thank you. It means a lot coming from you, Alpha. You're a pro. We've <laughs> got a lot more. I want to hear another one from you.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: So what else do you have there for um for your poetry, Alpha? Do you have anything you oh actually is so your Instagram uh is the only place that anyone can follow you for your poetry?
1: Um, on my Instagram, there's a link to my YouTube page. I haven't really been keeping it up, though, so I don't promote it as much. There are only, I think there are, like, three older videos on there. But my Instagram is where I mainly update and post about my poetry, where I am, what I'm doing, clips and things like that.
0: Yeah, all so, your, uh, shenanigans. For to fo- Yo, your shenanigans.
1: <laughs> for, uh,
0: for anyone to follow you, what is your Instagram handle again?
1: My Instagram is going to be Alpha's story.
0: So that is
1: A L P H A S S T O R Y. Alpha's
0: story. All right. So if you ever want to sh- uh um what well, I, well, I didn't have the words in me right. Now. If you ever want to follow Alpha and her poetry, that's where you can find okay. her on Instagram. And um I would love to hear another poem from you. And if anyone's listening, feel free to call in. We've got five minutes live left on the air. And we'd love to hear one of your poems. If not, and you're hearing this at another time, we'll be doing a – I'm going to try to do Poetry Night every Monday night. Awesome.
1: Um, for me, I can do – I don't even think I have a title for this poem,
0: but... So, we'll do the that. Unti- un- untitled.
1: <laughs> That's always fun. Alrighty, um, I just can't care anymore. I'm sorry. If I hurt you, then I'm sorry if you hate me. I'm sorry it's been fuck you lately. you got an attitude. You think I'm mad at you. I can't care anymore. I'm sorry. But care and cage are too akin. I lost my way impressing friends whose loyalty didn't even belong to me. I've literally begged for a replacement reality. My mentor tells me if I try, I could be a real problem. Little does he know it takes absolutely zero effort for me to become a real problem a natural disaster, a catastrophe, the rapture of the damned, and you want me to care because I blocked you on Instagram. I'm sorry. I can't keep up with who's pretty and who's petty, who's got the juice and who's got the tea. I can't focus on you while fixing me. Life ain't a fantasy. Ain't easy. Please believe me. Fuck the toothache that comes from candy. This mouth knows real pain, real pressure from all the real things I'm not allowed to say. This tongue has wrapped around its own throat when these ears heard you deserve to be hung. These teeth have bitten into bone when a bat tried to break my brother. These lips kiss its own body, its own bullet wounds, as if it thinks this lipstick stitches these sneakers. Don't roam high school halls. No longer punch holes into walls. This fist fights for a revolution. Inside and outside of this body, this body, inside and outside of this society, yet acceptance no longer holds a place on my bucket list. So fuck it, sis. If you gotta hate me, then hate me, but know who you're hating. Though so she ran out of energy and meant to be, been reaching for anything to keep her heart beating. Sad artists aren't meant to be sober, so she looks further, feels farther, thinks nothing can harm her till they do. So she does everything dumb, everything dangerous, bad things and bad people she won't think of creep up out her chest, pour out her eyes, make her face a fountain of forgotten. Whips out weed like tissues, re-rolls backwards like blankets, like her fire, lets her lighter for warmth. Scrolls through her phone to find the sacrifice. His heart will become her spare parts to restart a ship she did not know sailed off a long time ago. Reality remade me. So sorry if you hate me, but my behavior will no longer be dictated by spectators. I must move with my mind, my decisions, my soul, not soul sister, this girl, young lady, this woman in my mirror. that the world wouldn't be ready for her. Turns out she wasn't ready for it. I must heal her before I help you. I'm sorry I don't care anymore. I'm sorry if you still do. But care and cage are too akin, and judgment cannot be my friend. This poem was written out of maturity and growth. It does not need your acceptance, but accept it, because I have made the choice to be better now. That's how it has to be. Besides, you weren't really fucking with the old me. That is that poem.
0: Nice. I think, so is this um another way that you um you kind of, like, let your anger out, too? Because I kind of want to ask you that. I wanted to ask you that for others that are listening is maybe that we all have like a different, me and Earl talk about all the time spiritually is that we all have a different walk of of life that we all go through different um, obstacles that are either aggravating, emotional, different stories. Um, So if they're listening and you said, absolutely. It's something that maybe they could be encouraged to do instead of acting out or putting it on paper, making it rhyme What um yes, for, do you have definitely. any recommendations for anyone that might want to start writing poetry and they're they're going through something or they have a lot of um emotions going through them?
1: Well, I think the most important thing with starting to write spoken word poetry as a way as an outlet is not to try to write a poem if that makes any sense, like if you just take your pen and put what you're feeling down to paper, like you'll be able to edit it and make it pretty later. But what's important is to get within your head or within your heart in that moment down on a paper without it being censored or without trying to alter it. Because the worst thing that you can do is not write something because it doesn't fit there or it doesn't rhyme. Like, I've never written a poem starting with the first line, writing it to the last. Like, I always have six different pages scattered around quotes and things, and then I put it together at the end. And then another important thing is not to try to compare yourself to other poets. Because I know a lot of people that feel like if it's not roses are red violets are blue or, like, very slow and deep, then they don't really consider it poetry. And I feel like if you get up and you present it and it's your art and it's your craft, then, you know, you shouldn't compare it to anybody else or compare it to anybody else's format because that's the whole thing with spoken word poetry. That it's literally whatever you wrote, however you perform it, that is your poem.
0: I like that. I like that. See, I did that too. I was like, it's not going to be as good as yours because you've been doing it for a while. But I like that. It's just basically how, how it's written down, how you put it on paper and how it came out. Um, I like that. It's a great answer. I actually didn't expect that. and It's a it's a perfect answer. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I, w- I want to thank you for being inspired to be on this episode as a guest. I, I, I thank you very much for calling in and sharing that. Any Monday night, wait, please. Wait, do you have wait, any hold new on, material? Hold on. I have a what? question. Yeah. yeah. Nope.
2: <laughs> so, so Alpha, um, do you have a journal?
1: I have several journals.
2: Okay. So I'm only asking cause, because because uh, me and you haven't had a real com- uh, conversation about you know spirituality. So I don't know how deeply spiritual you are. But had, do you ever just write things down, and do you see those things manifesting in your life in the future?
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Do you have a, a story? Do you have like a story to share? Because um, you know, things that I do is I I write things down, and sometimes I write things like in a story format for something I want to manifest in my life, and mm-hmm. the shit happens. You know, it happens. So, <laughs> uh, if you have a story that you can share, if you have one, um, I think people who are you know spiritually inclined would like to hear.
1: I definitely have some of those. Those would be things that I'd have to actually, like, go through and look for. Just because I'm very messy when it comes to pen and paper, so there's a little bit of everything, a little bit of everywhere. Bro. So, I definitely, if that's something you guys are interested in me reading on, like, one of the next shows, I definitely want to come in
0: and read you guys one of those. Yeah, any time you want to call in, absolutely. Do you find it as, like, a um... – A great, like, a a, not an addiction, but, like, a healthy addiction?
1: Writing or poetry? Both. Well, yeah, I was about to say, actually, I don't know why I asked. It doesn't matter. It's the same answer for both of them. (laughs) Yes, I definitely have to, have to write. Absolutely have to. And literally, like, physical pen to paper. Like, I'll type something but it won't, like, satisfy that need that I have to, like, put my pens to the paper and write, like, write crazy, write the words out. So definitely very addicted mm-hmm. to that. All right.
2: Do you ever, like, I know you said earlier, like, when you when ideas come to you, you just write it down on like, a napkin or whatever, but do you ever have a place to, like, you know what, I really want to create something, you know, awesome. Do you have, like, a, a sacred space or some kind of, you know, uh, ritual or vibration that you get into to to bring something down?
1: Awkwardly enough, my, like, safe place has always been my bathroom. No matter where I live, I don't know what it is about it. Sitting on, like, the countertop by the sink, my back against the wall, it's just very – it's like it's a small space, and it's always the warmest part in the house for some reason. I don't know. That's where I spend the majority of my creative time.
0: That's cool awesome. though. It's, okay. it's, it's a part oh, of cool.
1: you. Yeah. Mm, a little quirk of mine.
2: <laughs> well, it's, so that's uh, so that's why in Instagram stories you be in the bathroom all the time. You just be in there, that's just your area.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My area. <laughs>
0: That'd be that'd be really cool if you have like a, a a morning letter to like family and friend like when you're having coffee in the morning you gotta leave someone a letter but it's just like all poetry or letter but that's it's unique it's something that's the part of you I think that's great and I'm glad you got to share it with us today and whenever you want to actually
1: thank you thank you
0: but again thank you for uh, joining us on this episode and um. We'll be doing it every Monday. So until next time, if anyone's listening, I I'm, I'm hoping to uh to get a bunch of people that just follow on. That's why I picked um, one day out of the week so that way anyone that feels inspired that they want to um share their story or share their poetry, you uh you are more than welcome to join in. Early gonna start and then with the I feel new that
1: I was followed by your Instagram does your, do you have an Instagram specifically for your station?
0: I don't have an Instagram to, uh, for the the radio station, but my Instagram handle, which I'll still make public. I don't right now it's private, but you can still add me. It's j underscore Giochino, which is G I O A C C H I N O, which is my middle name. Um, I might have to change that to a Millennial's Third Eye. <laughs> But until next time, uh, we might be doing a show a little later tonight if, if you're interested in listening. It's probably going to most likely be an open-form open, open forum topic and then some re- psychic readings. We'll see what happens. I kind of tend to do random shows once in a while. So if you do, uh, if you do like the show, follow us on, on Blog Talk Radio, a millennial's third eye. You'll be, you'll be notified via email if we do have a show coming up. And follow us on the Facebook. We have uh, many posts that we place, so that way you're aware, you're interested, you might catch us on the conversation. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And Earl, you if you're, you're having another show. You're having a show tonight? Yeah, yeah. Like another one? Yeah, yeah we might do oh, another yeah, show okay. in like a couple of hours. So if you want to join in oh, yeah. on uh, either of you, you can both join in. I <laughs> how late you'd be saying that? You're about to have a show that starts like
2: at damn near eleven. 10 p.m., 12 p.m. of your time.
0: Yeah, and what happens, too, is um, there's different people that are calling in over the state, so it's just different time frames. It's not just New York. Right. It's everywhere, which is pretty cool to me because I'm getting getting California, Virginia, Texas, different people all over. Well, yeah,
2: man, um, I'm going to be there because I'm just, you know, hanging out, uh, putting some things together for my little store that I'm making. We well, already made it, I'm Just adding new listings, but um, yeah, I'll be. I'm in there. I'm in there for sure. All right, cool.
0: Let us. Uh, we. I want to hear a new poem from you next week. For me? Yeah, I want to <laughs> I hear got, one from 2019.
2: Oh yeah. oh yeah, I got you, man. I
0: got you. I can pull up something.
1: I am on the credit this.
0: Well, thank you guys once again. Uh, I'm gonna end the episode, and then next week. We'll be back with another episode for poetry. All right, right, sounds good. All right, have a good night. Thank you guys for listening. Take care.
2: Peace.